There needs to be a commitment to His work. In Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 38, and in the following chapter 10, they make a solemn commitment to do what God wants them to do. When God brings that refreshing into you, it just comes naturally to want to do what He wants you to do. Amen? God says, go here, you go there. God says, do this, you do that. You just delight in it. Oh, this is the kind of service that is wonderful. The service that comes out of revival. Hallelujah to God. This old service that comes out of drudgery and out of duty and it's grinning, bear it all. I'm going to go to church tonight. Boy, you need revival. Hallelujah. You need a touch. You need to get before God and say, God, you never intended it to be this way. Why is it that others are just drinking and getting filled and overflowing with joy? And here I sit like a bump on a log. God, what's wrong with me? And God will say, respond. Respond to me. You want me to tell you, as I told you I was going to tell you this morning, how the church lost the Holy Spirit for nearly 2,000 years? Let me give you that right now. In the early and medieval church, there were testimonies reporting that there were Pentecostal phenomenon taking place in their day. In Justin Martyr, who was a church father who lived from 108 to 168, wrote to a Jewish leader and he said, The church is speaking in tongues, prophesying and praying for the sick by the power of the Holy Ghost. Another church father by the name of Arrhenius lived from 130 to 202, said, We hear also many brethren in the church who possess prophetic gifts and who through the Spirit speak all kinds of tongues or languages whom also the apostles, referring to Paul, terms spiritual. Clement of Alexandria referred to a full outpouring of the Holy Spirit. There were others who referred to visions and prayers and the spirit of ecstasy whenever an interpretation of tongue occurred. But what happened? What happened? As the Roman Catholic Church developed, the phenomenon of spirit baptism became increasingly a matter of ritual. By the end of the 5th century, the general practice called for a church to build a special chapel behind the baptistry as a place for receiving the Spirit. After being baptized in water, the candidate would proceed to the prayer chapel, and there he would have hands laid upon him by the bishop and be anointed with oil. The bishop would pray that God would send his Holy Spirit, but in the passage of time, Less and less, and finally, no outward phenomena was expected. Today, the ordinance of confirmation is the outgrowth of this practice. And Catholic doctrine holds that on this occasion, the candidate receives the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And so the church gradually moved signs and wonders and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit out of the sanctuary because they were embarrassed at these people carrying on like this. And they said, this is not right so we'll make a place off in the corner for these nuts little did they realize that they were moving the holy spirit out not just a bunch of nuts 